Hey there, welcome to the Love You More podcast. I am your host, Jennifer McDaniel. And man, it's been a while. I almost forgot how I do this thing called podcasting. It's just really like I'm sitting behind my computer on Zoom. I have microphones. I like bought all of the materials that you need for, you know, the microphones and the mixing and all the things that you you need to make a higher quality podcast. But I just simply... I haven't gotten to it. I tried to figure out the equipment, um, but then I thought, even if I do get this equipment set up in my house, my boys are just going to tear it apart somehow. They're going to play with it. They're going to mess it up. Um, So maybe someday I won't be doing this in Zoom, but for now, this is what we're doing. (laughs) So anyway, we are in season three and I wanted to provide some updates because since it has been a while, I am three quarters of the way, about nine months which I think is three quarters, into my NA life. And I just wanted to share what it's been like. It will be a year. I know it will be a year here before I know it. And honestly, it has been like at this point, it's smooth sailing. Uh, I I don't miss it. I don't think about it very much. You know, when I first decided to not drink, I thought about alcohol still quite a bit. Like, um, would I be able to manage this situation? What can I drink on a Friday night? Uh, I just, I don't know. It just, it still took up a little bit uh, too much of my, my mind share. And that was one of the reasons why I gave up alcohol was because I just didn't love how much of my mind share thinking about how much was I going to drink? When was I going to drink? What am I going to choose? So it's been really amazing. I just, I, I can't say enough how much of a wonderful the decision this was for me. Um, By no means is this the decision that anyone who drinks ever needs to make. You know, this is uh, a very personal thing, but it has certainly improved my life. I, um, I just feel more of myself. I feel like I can be more of myself. I don't feel like I have this, you know, this, this low level, of anxiety. Do I get anxiety? hundred percent. I still experience anxiety, but I just don't have this underlying current of anxiety that I felt like I had before when I was drinking. And, um, so yeah, so I've gone, I, you know, I've had my first summer without alcohol. I went to my first concert without alcohol. I hosted my first girl's dinner without it. And, um, and all of those things, you know, people are around or drinking. Um, I obviously the concert they were, and I, um, I didn't actually, I had to think about that. Do I serve alcohol, you know, when I'm hosting and, um, it was very casual. I think that if it was like a party, I would have had, I would have had alcohol available for my guests, but I also would have had non-alcohol like beverages for my guests, whether they were some fun mocktails or a variety of different sparkling waters or my favorite NA beer, um, which I should get to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> Athletic Brewing. Um, Athletic Brewing is a non-alcoholic beer that is just, I mean, it's phenomenal. It is, it's tastes amazing. It tastes just like beer. So if you're someone who drank for the flavor, um, you know, I haven't found a wine that I like, but I certainly have found a beer that I like. And right now we've got Oktoberfest in our fridge. 
Um, it's also gluten-free. I'm someone who has to limit how much gluten I have. So it's been really nice that I also, I don't have to worry about that. And really you just, I only, I mean, one and I'm done. I, I never really crave a second one, but I just, it's very nice when I'm making dinner to grab a, uh, an NA beer and just have that while I'm making food or have it when other people are drinking alcohol. But anyway, so yeah, so when I had um, this particular girl's dinner over uh, or girls over, I, I did not have alcohol, but I just said, everybody bring your favorite drink, you know, and people brought wine as they should. And um, it was great. It was super easy. And I just had my drinks and they had theirs. It was totally fine. Um, so yeah, so I've survived a lot of firsts and I would say I have not survived, but I've actually, I've those, I've thrived through those. Um, they were actually fairly easy. I have had some awkward moments. Um, I went, uh, we had a couple invite us over for just to hang out and, um, you know, there was, they were drinking and I kind of like walked in the house as my girlfriend was pouring wine. And I just felt like it was kind of one of those awkward moments. Like she felt like I had caught her pouring herself wine when she knew I wasn't drinking. And so she, she wasn't offering me wine, which is fine, you know, and this, uh, but it was just kind of that weird moment where and and I could care less. I, I the, And actually the thing that I want people to do is to, to continue doing exactly what they want. I do not want to feel like I am any kind of police, any kind of judgment. I am doing this for myself. So, um, so that, that's been one thing. And, and, and who knows, maybe it was all me. Maybe it was all in my head. I was just thinking she felt sheepish about it. And, um, but in reality, she was totally fine. I was just kind of projecting um, I had kind of another awkward moment where I was walking past a restaurant with outdoor seating and I saw um, three people, acquaintances I sort of knew, not, not necessarily good friends with, but like just just knew. And, you know, they shouted out like one of the women shouted out um, who I don't think knows that I don't drink like, hey, you should come have some drinks with us. And um, the other girls kind of looked at her and I I think like the other two girls knew and they were sort of like telling her, oh, she doesn't you know, she doesn't do that. She doesn't drink. So anyway, and, and, uh, you know, I think one thing that my life coach that I work with reminds me of quite frequently is not to try to be a mind reader. <laughs> mind reading really gets us in trouble uh, and um, really never it's, and it's never right. You know, I mean, how often do we truly perfectly read someone's mind? Uh, we don't. Um, but th that kind of reminds me of something I posted on Instagram a while back about let's have drinks, that comment, let's have drinks. Now, when someone says that, and when someone has said that to me in the past, I have immediately, of course, thought, let's go get some wine, let's go get cocktails, whatever. Those are drinks. But clearly in the definition of drinks, there are other things, <laughs> They're probably not saying, let's go get some milk, but you know, I mean, we could totally just go get, so expanding that definition and not saying I can't do that because I can, I can go get drinks. I can't. And, and I've actually not even qualified it anymore. If someone says that and they don't maybe really know about what, you know, I've, I've chosen, I just say, sure, absolutely. I'll meet you there. And so I meet, meet them at the bar. This actually hasn't happened, but in my, in my mind, if this, if this did happen, this is how I'd handle it. Um, I'd be like, I'd meet them at the bar I'd meet them wherever they wanted to meet. Um, and then I would order, you know, whatever I could non-alcoholic version. I mean, restaurants have lots of options, right? Bars have lots of options. 
So unless it was a true legit beer drinking festival, um, which I used to love to go to with my husband, husband on our anniversary, the Augusta Bottoms Brewery Festival, that was something that we did for our anniversary every year. We'd ride our bikes down to Augusta, drink a thousand different beers, um, get pretty toasty, and then ride our bikes back home. Um, so, you know, judge that however you want to judge that. <laughs> That's what we used to do. That's probably the only event that I probably couldn't say, yeah, I'll go get drinks, you know. Um, but really, when someone asks you, let's go get drinks, what they really hopefully want to do is just to hang out with you. They just want to be with you. So um, I can do that. You know, I don't have to say, oh, actually, can we get food or and again, this is my comfort zone for someone who may be newly sober or someone who, you know, it's very hard to be around alcohol. You know, you need to be able to do what you need to do. But um, anyway, so yeah, so I think that those have been a few awkward moments, but I am getting more confident in learning how to handle that and learning how to explain it to people. Um, I, I, I think about this quite a bit. I've actually, I'm actually, uh, was, was working with a client, um, for a while helping her because she, uh, was wanting to quit or really reduce or I think stop alcohol. And so one of the areas that she kind of kept getting stuck on was how do I explain this to people? You know, what do I say? I don't want to be judged. And um, my initial thought is clearly, you know, if people are judging us for these things, how much are the, how much are these friends really friends? But, um, but anyway, I think there's lots of different ways that we can explain it to people. I mean, without getting into, you know, a podcast length of an explanation, uh, I often say, you know, I, I gave up drinking because I just feel a lot better without it. Um, sometimes um, people might say I'm taking a break because, you know, maybe they will start uh, drinking again. But for right now, just saying they're taking a break feels right to them. Um, maybe they're, you know, saying like I have a, a friend who really did want to stop drinking for health reasons, you know, for first a cardio, a cardio um had a cardio kind of health event and learned that alcohol is not good for her heart. So well, it's not really good for anybody's heart necessarily, but especially in her condition. So she um, kind of uses that, you know, I just, I needed to do something for my health. And so I'm not really drinking anymore for that reason. So um, anyway, it, it's, it needs to be what makes sense to you and what feels comfortable for you, but it certainly is helpful to sort of have it in a soundbite elevator pitch sort of thing. So you don't find yourself bumbling and feeling, you know, awkward about how you explain it. And even then, who cares? You know, who cares? You're just doing what you can in that moment and you're explaining it as how, you know, to, to how you can explain it. But I think the cool thing is that I've also really enjoyed is um, it's influenced other people. I mean, uh, I had one day where... I think I'd posted something on Instagram. I had a friend reach out and say, you know what? I was about ready to grab a drink because I had had a really rough day and I, you know, I was going to use alcohol just to, to take it, to make it better. Right. But then I saw your post and my post was about, I had taken the boys this summer on a canoe trip. It was a guided canoe trip, um, with the, um, big muddy adventures and it was down the Mississippi, super cool. And we went um, in front of downtown St. Louis and it was, I think it was like six or seven miles. And my boys were just kind of little, uh, they were acting, they were not, they were acting, you know, they were acting uh, little SHITs. <laughs> and I just wanted to take my paddle and knock every single one of them off into the big muddy. 
and enjoy my own session because my own time with these uh, these guides because they were awesome. So highly recommend doing that trip if you're in St. Louis and checking them out. Um, but anyway, so I, I got back and I was just like, and I, I let him have it in the car. Like I just, you know, I, I didn't actually yell sometimes, you know, I will yell, but this time I literally, I was so upset with them. I literally started crying. Like I was like, I just can't believe that you all were like that rowdy and disrespectful by not listening to the guides. And I was like in tears and the whole way home, they were quiet. I was like, huh, that works every once in a while. <laughs> can't play that card all the time, but sometimes you can. So anyway, I was talking about that, how when I got home, you know, in the past, I would have totally went and got a drink. I would have totally just been like, man, I deserve a big glass of wine after that, after that day. But that wasn't it. You know, I wasn't like, no, I, I don't need a big glass of wine. And hundred percent, that is not going to solve my problem because every time I would do that, I would find myself more irritated with them. So what I really needed is just like space from them and quiet time. And, you know, I wrote that blog, that, that post on Instagram because it helped me sort of purge out some of the thoughts and feelings around it. That was cathartic. That actually helped me. And that's honestly what much of my Instagram is about. It's kind of me working through stuff that I, um, I come across in life. So Anyway, I, um, that day, you know, I'd had that friend reach out to me and I'd had a great call with a client about not, you know, reducing her alcohol intake. And it just felt like I was making a difference. And I know as a dietitian, when I work with my clients and I support them in their nutrition goals, that I, I make a difference in the world in that way. But there was just something that felt really impactful about me sharing this road and this journey and how, who knows? I mean, hopefully there's people that haven't reached out to me that are, you know, choosing differently and are, are, are feeling better and are having better family dynamics and just the, the million and one ways that drinking less or not drinking can benefit your life. Um, I hope that that's what this, these podcasts are doing and my social media and, and all the things. Cause I, I have, I've been talking about not drinking quite a bit, you know, it takes up a lot of space on my Instagram right now. And this podcast has had, like, I think this is the third episode about it. So, um, but that's, what's real for me right now. And so that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, I've also noticed my husband, I mean, you know, typically during the week, uh, my husband in the past would pour a glass of wine or have a beer at dinner. And now he's drinking my NAs. I have to buy more because he's taking my beer, <laughs> but I love it. I love that he, you know, I mean, if you go out on my patio right now, we've got one of those little fridges next to the grill and that, that used to be filled with a variety of different types of alcohol. Now you open that up and I've got Sam Adams and a athletic brewing and a, um, some other, uh, uh, IPA that's an NA. I don't know. I don't, I haven't tried that one yet. Um, I usually stick with athletic brewing because of the gluten stuff, but I mean, it's uh, and some sparkling waters, like there's no beer in there. And that is pretty amazing that my husband is like, he's done that and his health has improved too. Um, I won't speak for him, but I definitely feel like, you know, he's got some swagger that, you know, has changed because of drinking a little less um, and health is health has improved. So anyway, that's been a lot of fun. I, my kids have asked to try our NA, NA beer and I'm like, nope. You know, I, I don't think the research shows that letting, well, I know the research shows that letting kids taste alcohol does not result in them having a healthy relationship with it. And I feel like I, I let my, I let Chef Jack try uh, one day I was having a, 
an N.A. margarita and he asked for a sip and I gave him a sip. And I think that was a mistake because he just was like, oh, my, that's really good. Is that what alcohol tastes like? And I'm like, no, 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 no. This doesn't have the alcohol in it. So it's not what alcohol tastes like. But, you know, I mean, kids are going to be curious and kids are kids are going going to try some things. But I do know that it does not help for parents to um, allow that and to let them have those things uh, by letting them offer, you know, small amounts of it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm feeling grounded. I feel less anxious. I feel like I can take things on that I used to be hesitant towards. Like I might not try to do something, a work event at night because I would be like, Oh, I don't know. I might be out that night. I might, you know, want to have a drink that night or on the weekends. I'm just always game. I feel like I'm always game for whatever comes my way. I don't have alcohol holding me back anymore. Um, and one of my favorite podcasts that I follow about um, sobriety, Sober Awkward, these two um, are from Australia and they are so funny. Um, and she said when she had gone sober that a therapist said to her, one of the best parts about go about becoming sober is that you are going to learn about yourself in ways that you could never do without um, while drinking. And I, I find that to be so true. I feel like I've had so many little windows inside me open up that I am learning about and loving and really enjoying just being me. So I don't know. I, um, if you're thinking about drinking less, or if you're thinking about wanting to give alcohol free life a try, I am here for you. Um, you can reach out to me on Instagram. You can email me, you can, whatever, just, you know, know, know you've got a partner if you would like one. Um, cause that is definitely something that I'm finding I'm really enjoying is working with people. And, you know, I consider it coaching, like as a dietitian, I coach on all areas, nutrition, but I can I coach on beverages too. So happy to coach you in these areas. Um, if you have any interest, but, um, thanks for, for those of you all who have been supportive. Uh, I've had lots of people reach out and just and, and send me a message of congratulations or whatever. And I, I super those that those are meaningful because there are people out there who you tell that you've been sober for a while and, you know, you're kind of expecting that they're going to be maybe happy for you or um, give you a congrats, especially other sober people. And for whatever reason, you don't really get that feeling and it's surprising, but you know, you don't do it for those people. You do it for yourself. So anyway, three quarters of the year. Uh, NA free. All right. Or not NA free. I'm drinking lots of NA alcohol free. All right. Cheers to you all. Cheers to you all. Happy to be back with you in season three. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. 